0: All right now break the hold. He's on the ropes. One, two,
1: three. Break the motherfucking ruckus! Break the motherfucking ruckus! Break the mother, break the motherfucking ruckus! Break
0: the motherfucking ruckus!
1: What's up, everybody? This is DJ D Nice. This is X. Why do you sound like that? Hm? Why do you sound like that?
0: More epic. You sound like Batman. Well, this is the 10th episode, so you got to be as epic as you can be.
1: All right, and as X said, this is uh, the 10th episode of Breaking the Hold. Numeral X. Roman. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, your second favorite podcast coming to you on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm sure most of you are watching Super Bowl and probably won't hear this till tomorrow. So, happy Monday, then. Mm-hmm. All right. So... Uh, week of wrestling has gone through, a lot of, a lot of big things, a lot of big changes happened, so let's get to it. First things first, um, now, actually, yeah, we watched Royal Rumble together. Yeah. Now, Randy Orton wins the Rumble. Thoughts? Um, to be honest, I was
0: already kind of told it was gonna either be him or Taker, but my thoughts on it, I didn't want to see him win it, cause he's already done enough, he doesn't need to, uh. Doesn't need to win it. Be more impactful if it was Bray. And I'm sorry, I'm a Bray fan guy. Uh, I'm, I love Bray. No homo. But um, seeing Orton win it, it's not really anything special to me.
1: It kind of felt like, to me at least, it's like there's no change. The the last, I mean, when Roman won it that one year, it was like, oh yeah, that's great. Finally, somebody different not a repeat it's just somebody that wanted it already uh, it's kind of like eh Randy hasn't been hot in a little while um I mean the stuff with the Wyatt's it's cool but I don't know I don't know like anyone is clamoring for a Randy Orton match like he hasn't really been in the forefront in the main event picture for months now
0: I feel like the WWE is just all them of a favor because uh, Batista got it a couple of years back, now it's his turn to get it again. Next thing we're going to see Triple H win it next year. Well, he won it last year.
1: Well, here's the thing, they keep on, this the same... Faces, that's what I'm saying, like, it's like, it's the same faces over and over. And what's getting annoying, like,
0: I remember when I was a kid, it was, like, exciting to watch the Royal Rumble, because you never knew, well, I guess maybe a younger mind also, but... I guess it was harder to predict who was going to win. Like you remember the superstar hotline calling in to try to get advice on who do you think will win and having to pay money for that
1: shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, I that should, used I to be, call
0: called a free one. Well, that used to be like a different age, and now it's like with the advent of the internet and just everything. Like, the the culture of the WWE is the same. The same people. It's also like you know that no one from, for instance, um, the New Day or. Cesare on James you know none of these tag team individuals are going to win it they're just filler. So it kind of eliminates
1: Yeah, that's what that's what some people were complaining about too that um you know there was a point in the match where you're looking around the ring and you're like not one of these motherfuckers is winning this match at all. You know, but it, I don't know, it's still it's still one of the most exciting pay-per-views matches for me personally. But um I don't know, I wasn't really feeling the whole Randy thing. Uh, now they're going to have to force-feed him into the main event pitcher.
0: But speaking about the Rumble, let me ask you a question about that whole Rumble upset with Roman being eliminated. Do you think it was a good or bad thing that Roman came in at number 30?
1: Um, I thought it was a bad thing. I'm going to have to play we, devil's advocate to that one. Let, let's get to that after, though. Let's, let's just stick with the whole Randy thing for right now. We'll get to that after in a different segment. All right. All right. But, yeah. So, wasn't feeling Randy winning the Rumble, but I guess we'll see what happens. My feel, my gut is they're going to force-feed us Randy now in the main event pitcher after he hasn't been in it in like a minute. Actually, he's not even in the elimination chamber. No, he's not. So, we're about to get force-fed Randy the next two months. <laughs> All right, so next topic. Um, <laughs> Cena is your 16 time heavyweight champion. Ties Ric Flair. I didn't think he was going to win it. I was kind of hoping he wouldn't. But uh, yeah, Cena does it again. Super Cena.
0: Well, to be honest, he did put on a good match. Let's not lie. Yeah, it, about. A it was, was a ba- great
1: match. That
0: was, that was easy, the match of the night. Easily.
1: But uh, Cena, you're 16-time world champion. Think he's going to go on to break Flair's record?
0: It's not going to be so soon. Because I think it'd kind of be a slap in the face to Flair. To some degree, they just didn't want him to feel a certain ways. Maybe in another year or two's time, I think he'll get number 17. Cause a year he's or still...
1: two? You think Cena has that much time left?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do, actually. He's, compared to when Flair won his... 15th or 16th? Yeah, definitely. I mean, Triple H still got the belt last year. So, you know what? There's a future for Cena still.
1: Okay. I I see Cena winning that uh, sometime this year. My gut tells me, especially seeing uh, like the rumors that he's dropping the belt to Bray at the Elimination Chamber. That would be nice. I see Cena winning that, like, like maybe SummerSlam or some shit. I see him winning that belt back breaking that record this year just to get that monkey off his back and then going on with his career.
0: But why make the whole big deal about, like, Triple H congratulating you and having all that shit littered all over WWE's website and Instagram and other shit?
1: Yeah, but... Because it's congratulations for tying the record. But I'm, I'm pretty sure... When there's, he...
0: no, there's not going to be a Nate there at that point when he
1: beats it. Yeah, you will. Beating SummerSlam and now Nature Boy will come out, you know, and hand him the belt. But he's going to beat it. I My guy tells me he beats it this year, but... Congrats to him for the 16th time winning this belt. It's
0: not as bad as it felt with Triple H winning it and having it for so long all those times. I got to yeah. give it that.
1: All right, so next thing. I know this seems kind of Rumble-heavy talk, but Taker, Lesnar, and Goldberg spend a total of, like, what, five, six minutes in the Rumble? Showing their ultimate moves. What did like, thoughts on that? I was personally pissed off that... They were barely in the match, and they were never in... All three weren't in the same match at the same time. Didn't Taker get injured? Yeah. Because yeah. he had hip surgery last year, like October or, or September or something. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm guessing from the fall or a bump he took, it was probably like, oh, fuck. But still, like...
0: My, that, my thoughts on all three of them being in the ring at the same time, well... I didn't even want them in that ring. It takes away too much from the actual thing. Everyone's focused on them all the time. Yeah, but they
1: advertised the three of them. They were in the front of the poster, and they spent a total of like six minutes combined in the match. These are the three guys that a lot of these people came out to see, and everyone wanted to see the confrontation between the three of them. And once again, with Brock and Goldberg. It was a quick one-minute boom, 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 you're out. And then Taker and Goldberg barely touched. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was just, it was so hyped up only, only for some bullshit, fucking six minutes that they they spent in that Rumble. Got him, definitely. I'm <laughs> sure Vince was like, "Got him," you know.
0: Some... And ex- then you expect a good matchup media between?
1: Um... No, that shit's gonna be trash. I'm almost positive Goldberg. I mean, if this was Goldberg from ten years ago. I would think, yeah, probably gonna have a pretty decent match, you know, but now it's like, holy shit, bro. Like, he looks. These microwave matches. Yeah, he looks fucking delicate. And I know going in, people are gonna be pissed off to see, don't wanna see Goldberg and Lesnar for another two minutes now like come on stop that shit yo
0: so how is it the fans still cheer, cheer for Goldberg doing? this is what they're gonna expect I don't know I guess we'll see leading up to, to um, Mania that will be some funny shit to see Goldberg get booed the fuck out of
1: yeah I mean fans are gonna get tired of the hokey doke you know the, the, the bullshit they're pulling on you, us
0: you gotta give us a real match at this point this is nonsense yeah this now, I'm not saying no wrestling match where you're rolling around on the floor and shit but just something more
1: yeah, yeah, but anything, just, just Goldberg looks like he's so delicate, like if he was to really fight, like if he was to really get into a regular 10 minute match, he'd be fucking tired as shit, and he'd probably hurt himself like take her, Throw a locker in there? He's <laughs> done for. <laughs> Alright, so last thing before we jump into our topics, Samoa Joe makes his debut and really injures Seth Rollins. What the fuck? Wow, that was
0: really, really planned by Hunter.
1: I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a you, big impact, but you scrapped the storyline. Yeah, Hunter really didn't want to wrestle Seth Rollins, so this means it's going to be another year of Seth missing Rumble. Uh, Joe do his job just too well.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucked up. You heard those stories like in the back, where Triple H, uh, like one moment, one person says go hard on them, try to sell it; and next moment, go easy on them. On oh. who? Uh, different wrestlers, like say for instance Braun Strowman, he'd say, "All right, try to sell you doing this more. Okay, be more stiff or lighten up a bit.
1: Okay, no, like
0: or that. Ryback, those type of stories. Mm-mm. This is some mixed communication right now because yeah, he really took out Seth, and it's pretty disappointing.
1: But I think it was just one of those freak accidents, like with Seth and um and um, what's uh, Sting. Not st- well, yeah. That was a freak accident. Oh wait, wasn't there another person who fell to his same move also? Yeah, I, I want to say Prince Devin. What's his name again? Um, when he did the sting. He did some uh, the turnbuckle bomb. Yeah, when he did that sting. But that's why he doesn't have that as a repertoire anymore. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it was just a freak accident. That like, I mean, it sounded like like when he Joe just jumped on him, his leg just buckled, right? I mean, it wasn't planned. He didn't even work the leg. He went to choke him out, I guess. Kudos to selling that, though, through that pain. Yeah. that I mean, he probably was in legit fucking pain, yo. But that sucks because I would have really liked to have seen a Joe and Seth match more than a more than Triple H and Seth. I, I don't really know where they're going with, with Samoa Joe because I know Samoa Joe wasn't going to be his planned opponent for, for Mania. And you're not gonna feed Samoa Joe to um, Seth Rollins leading into that match. So, wherever you're going with Samoa Joe, you can still take that same route, put him up against whoever you want. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like uh, looks like Triple H doesn't have a match for for Mania. But you I'm think so. sure Triple H always has a match. I'm pretty sure he'll take somebody's spot. So, <laughs> <laughs> fuck them. All right. So let's get into our topics. So, first thing... And they were just starting that storyline, too. What yeah, I know. People waited months for them to finally, like...
0: And and what's his name? Uh, Samojo? I don't know. Seth. Seth. He was just floundering, doing nothing, being buddy-buddy with Roman for so long. Yeah,
1: he got fucked over it, but it is what it is. It just wasn't meant to be.
0: Guess who wins Mania? Guess
1: who wins the Rumble next year? Yeah, probably Seth. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even be mad at that. He... If he misses another mania, mania, he deserves to win the Rumble and go on for that big moment. But
0: But by saying that, that's the attitude that spirals all the same faces constantly winning. So let's
1: just... No, we'll we'll just wait and see, right? Yeah. So, first topic, best show of the week.
0: Best show of the week between uh, SmackDown, Raw. Throw the
1: Rumble in there too.
0: Well, of course I'm gonna say rumble. Okay, you That's know what? premium exclude content for yeah. nine for eleven ninety nine, twelve ninety yeah, nine uh, premium content.
1: Let's exclude the rumble, okay? All right. Special so of the week. Fuck. Special of the week. Um I'll go first. All right, go for it. I said SmackDown. Um, Raw sucked. Everything on Raw was it was pretty boring, especially for after such a big pay per view. Brock was there, but Brock didn't do shit. Um, Taker didn't show up. Goldberg didn't show up. I was hoping Kurt Angle showed up. Roman wasn't even there. I don't think. Yeah, he was. He interfered in the Kevin Owens and um, Braun Strowman match. That was entertaining. Uh, That was a pretty decent match too. But outside of that, there's there was nothing memorable until. um, Yeah, uh, Jack speed up Sasha, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Making her cool, make her into a monster. You know, I, I appreciate that. Like. I thought I thought it's just a progression, and then you see Sasha turn more heelish, right? Um, but the six man, excuse me, six man tag match was blah. The tag team tornado match with um, Rusev and uh, what's Ginder, Ginder Mahal, and uh, um, Enzo and Big Cass was Meh. It was kind all over the place. It wasn't really much going on in RAW, like especially after a big pay per view. You always hope there's like a big surprise the next night, and Samoa Joe was that prize, that surprise, but he didn't show up until like the last five minutes of the show, and he fucked their plans oh. up for WrestleMania. <laughs> Another thing that I say about that show, I gotta say,
0: the Seth and Stephanie McMahon moment, that was painful to watch. That was too long and the same repetitive shit. I hated that promo so much just to get to that point. I'd be okay if that promo didn't happen and Triple H just showed up at the end.
1: Yeah, it was it was too long, but you know steph gotta get her jollies in.
0: And as for, our, as for our choices, I mean, yeah, I did follow a little bit of NXT that week, but I'd say, yeah, SmackDown's definitely the winner. It's more digestible and it's always more digestible. I mean, there is some stupid segments I hate in SmackDown, but SmackDown's still the better.
1: Yeah, I would say SmackDown wins this week. Um, I wasn't feeling the the women's match particularly um, the, with Naomi, but I like the fact that Naomi's getting strong. Hopefully, it means a title match for Naomi. But the match is blah. It wasn't anything special. She's not marketable. She ain't getting enough. She ain't winning shit. She is marketable with the whole glow gimmick. She is very marketable. Um, but. I, I, I don't know. I don't see them giving her a push right now. I think, I think Alexa Bliss is doing a pretty good job holding that belt. But I thought SmackDown was the better show just because it made sense throughout the entire show. It progressed storylines. And finally, we got an introduction back to the tag team champions who've been off TV for weeks. American Alpha? Yeah, they weren't even at the Rumble. They weren't even put in the Rumble. Like, what the fuck is going on? Talk about having no faith in them. But, you know, they, they started to push the tag team division again. So you see the progression and you see... Wait, okay,
0: was just another, like, battle royal No, it, tur- it just
1: turned into, like, a, a chaotic brawl. That's it. But I like the fact that you... It's like, hey, guys, don't forget we have, a ta- we have tag team champions. And we have way more legit tag teams on SmackDown than Raw has. So it was, I guess, refreshing to see them back in the picture... Uh, they progressed, I mean, John Cena was on the show, progressed storyline with Randy Orton and the Wyatts, that was entertaining, and then AJ and and um, uh, Dean had a pretty good final match. I thought that match was really good. Just shows you that AJ's probably the best wrestler right now in the WWE, um, but yeah, then they set up, they were pushing the whole Elimination Chamber mm-hmm. entrance, you know, like, it. it SmackDown progresses storylines and it's not as... Confusingly all over the place as Raw. NXT, I'm not going to really rate them this week just because it was more of a recap show. Like what we saw on NXT this week was just pretty much the the matches that happened prior to the NXT pay-per-view last week. So I don't really want to judge them on it. It's just a recap show. They always do this. Just to make sure we got Bobby Roode as champion. Yeah. So, we got the
0: authors of pain now as tag, tag team, team champions, champions.
1: and Asuka is still the women's champion.
0: And she had a good match, but she was actually called
1: out by uh, Emma Moon. Yeah. So I thought NXT they they did progress some storylines, not match wise, but you know they it it's interesting to see what's going on there right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was another recap show, like really and truly. If you saw it, you saw it. If you didn't, you didn't. The, the most interesting thing that happened there was Ember Moon and Oscar finally fucking challenging each other, you know? But, like, finally. We're probably going to see that mania. Um, but that was the most interesting thing that happened on the show. Everything else was, eh. Um,
0: you mean NXT TakeOver, if that actually appears. Yeah, it'll
1: point. it'll happen on NXT TakeOver. And 205 Live was...
0: I don't know what they're doing with that, man. 205 Live, um... It was ass this week, um... They are. When you put these people in tag team matches, you're eliminating the chance of progress in story. Like, what's that Captain Hooks guy's name again?
1: Oh, um. Oh, shit. Just slipped my mind. But yeah, I know he's Ken- Brian Kendricks. Yeah, Brian Kendrick.
0: Who's he really uh, feeling with? I feel like they're forcing him just to look at someone, be a smart ass, and then. Well, he's,
1: he's... they're looking to see what angle sticks but i get it but they're
0: not pushing anything though like the only thing i think that's staying afloat really to some degree
1: is um alicia fox and uh, noam dar yeah that that, they're still entertaining and so is um i i I like alicia fox and noam dar together
0: they're funny Um, in that sense to some degree i'll give it that
1: I like I like Neville I like King Neville I, that, I'm I'm totally okay with that. This King
0: Neville stuff guys just cut out that bow down stuff. That stuff is not cool.
1: Whatever I'm totally okay with the whole King Neville thing. Um, I'd like to see more high flyers. Right now we have a whole bunch of guys that look like Neville doing the ground and pound. It's not entertaining enough. They're not really
0: two o five. <laughs> They're 225 and upwards. And
1: unfortunately, Rich Homie Swan is now injured. Uh, looks like a broken foot or something, but he's out for a little while. That sucks. So Neville needs a new challenger. Um, but hopefully Gallagher. Something something entertaining. Gallagher, wow. <laughs> hey, hey, man. You know, but but I think the show needs a little bit more... Of a lucha style because right now it's a bunch of ground and pound. And
0: what it is, they're thinking of actually cutting that program.
1: Uh, that's rumor. They have nothing to lose by film. It's an extra forty five minutes before the show starts. You don't actually lose anything. I mean, you film it. You you show it on your own network. Right.
0: But the time that you're taking to rent that time from the stadium and the crews to take care of things, taking things down, that is still a money aspect. Yeah, but
1: they they use that same time that they used to film main event. Fair enough. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not really losing anything. That's why I read the same report too. I don't see them ever shutting down 205 live just because they lose nothing. It's 45 minutes. They they would have filled that same time with that show main event or superstars that they don't do anymore cool you put 205 in there it's filmed on your own network it doesn't you don't lose anything all right so all right well, so let's keep it pushing now mm-hmm. so um let's go with next segment still confused so first thing i want to talk about roman eliminating taker right now we all saw that roman eliminated taker you know got the big all the booze and shit um, so Roman eliminates Taker First off, Roman takes the 30 spot When he just had a title match Earlier in the show Well, let's
0: address that actually first If I could start Go ahead Now, people are like "Ah oh, man, you're just feeding this guy The number 30 this spot It's like you're pissing off the fans On purposely But you know what? Y'all would be pissed off If he started in the middle of the match In the beginning of the damn match And kept on eliminating people You want there more than him So shoving him in at the very end And to avoid a whole show of boos for the whole goddamn time he's there. And just shoving him in at the end. That was cool, in my opinion.
1: You thought putting... How do you even... Once again. So, what would have happened if Roman won the belt? Who was taking that 30 spot? How does Roman get number 30? Hmm? How? He lost. He had a title match earlier in the show. And he lost. We know that. So, why does he get another opportunity to be in the Rumble? Are you fucking kidding because me? Because he's the guy. Yeah, I guess so. You what? Know, what? Yeah. Titus O'Neil was supposed to pop up at the end, which I thought he was going to show. up? Yeah, I thought he showed him too. That was funny. That like, <laughs> well, Titus O'Neil was that uh, 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 what's his name's Bar, um, Alberto Del Rio's bar with the shining stars. You need to see that picture. Oh shit! Yeah. So, um, but no, I wasn't feeling Roman being force fed. Here's the thing. WWE wants to know why people shit on Roman. It's because...
0: He has a Superman punch, which is a lame-ass fucking move.
1: No, it's, it's, well, it is, but it's the force-feeding of Roman Reigns down the fans' throats. We just watched him have a pretty good match with Kevin Owens, where he, he lost, but the match was pretty good. <laughs> and then, Kevin Owens'
0: Superman punch. That shit was funny.
1: With then, brass knuckles. Not, not, like, then all of a sudden in the Rumble, all of a sudden, dude shows up. What the fuck? He just had a title match. You know? He shows up number 30. They've pussyfooted with Roman in the Rumble for the last couple years, man. Like, remember last year's debacle where he starts off number one, he ends up fighting for a little while, then gets pulled out the Rumble underneath the ropes because he got beat up, and then he waltzes back in the last, what, five, six minutes of the Rumble Get the fuck out of here, well, you! Well, he
0: should have won when Batista came. But.
1: Yeah, but I'm just saying though. And if you think about it, Roman has been in the final three, four spot of the Rumble the last four years. Mm-hmm. This year, last year, two years ago, I think two years ago is when he actually won, and then the year before that with um, with Batista when they fucked that up. They fucked up that finish. So. I mean, it's the force-feeding of this guy down your throat. Now, that being said, cool. He's in the Rumble. Mm -hmm. Now, WWE can't figure out why fans keep booing the shit out of Roman. You want to know why? Maybe not have him eliminate Taker. I'm just saying.
0: Well, maybe Taker shouldn't even be in there. (laughs) Maybe so, but maybe Taker. Why don't you give? Why Braun. not
1: give that type of a rub to somebody that could have used it, like a Braun Strowman or Baron Corbin. Braun Strowman was so underutilized. No, nope, nah, he had a he he did a lot in the Rumble, but I'm just saying, if you want people to really boo the shit out of Braun or Baron Corbin and make them seem like a really big deal, that elimination should have been today. given to one of them. Fair. That to me, you wonder why people boo the shit out of Roman is because Roman does things like that. He eliminates the biggest babyface in the match, and then stares him down like some fucking heel. Cool. I'm okay with that if we're getting heel Roman.
0: Roman was trying to make a name for himself there. That wasn't supposed to happen.
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying though, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense to me. Like if you want people to start cheering this guy, don't. Hey, don't have him do heel heel type shit and then wonder why the fuck are they booing him? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you don't eliminate the biggest baby face he must have well, he might as well have walked up to Daniel Bryan and slapped him in the face. You know? Like you don't eliminate the biggest baby face in the match and then complain that you're getting booed. That's my it's thoughts It's not
0: like they could even have a mania mask together anyways. Taker's too damn broken. Well, here's the thing. Guys. With that angle that was going down, yeah. Taker's too broken.
1: Are you are you going to do Taker? Well, you know what? We'll get to that in a minute. We'll get to that in a minute. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. All right. So, another topic I wanted to talk about. Um, AJ loses his, his title at Rumble. Shows up on SmackDown. Like, he doesn't even give a shit.
0: Well, he's back in the elimination chamber. Yeah,
1: but, like, there's no... Like, he showed up... As long as he got the pat on the back that he had a good match, like, he... And he was told...
0: And John Cena apologized to him.
1: Yeah, it didn't seem like AJ was mad or he was really determined to get his, his one-on-one title shot because... AJ really, has really, his other
0: prize there.
1: The Continental? Nikki Bella. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, though, like, he didn't seem... And I, I didn't like that, because he didn't seem like all distraught that he lost his belt. You're the face that runs the place, and you lost it to a part-timer. You didn't really give a shit, man. It was just like, all right, AJ, you get a rematch in an elimination chamber with four other, five other guys. What the fuck?
0: Well, rumor is, AJ wasn't supposed to take a second attitude adjustment back-to-back, and he's feeling the repercussions from that
1: now. I don't think so, because he, he put on a hell of a match that same night. But I'm saying, though, like, you know what I mean? Like, where's the continuity? Like, you just lost... You just lost the belt you've been holding for the last couple months to a guy that straight up told you you ain't worthy to be here, right? You ain't shit, and I'm gonna beat you. You're just holding my belt. He called... John Cena shit on you for the last couple of weeks, shit all over your career, bro. And then... <laughs> that guy from... <laughs> yeah. That, he went on national TV and just called you that guy. You know, that guy from Atlanta. Brandon. <laughs> That's it. You're just that... He shit all over you on live television. And just... The reporter didn't even remember your name. And he couldn't even... He didn't have the decency to correct them and say, Oh, well, AJ Styles. He called you that guy from Atlanta shit all over your fucking indie career, and then AA'd your ass on some Super Cena AA and took the belt from you.
0: And flexed on you a couple of times in <laughs> <laughs> the match, too.
1: And you mean to tell me you don't give a shit, bro? Like, you don't care at all that you just lost this guy and then you get stuck in an elimination chamber? That's how you—that's your title shot again? Fuck. Come on, man.
0: What's his Mania match going to be this year? I
1: don't know. Uh,
0: Ambrose I, I, Intercontinental?
1: I'm hoping it's not what like I'm hearing, but I guess we'll just wait and see. Wh- whatever. I just thought that they could have done a way better job continuity wise um, for AJ. Just show some some sort of "I give a fuckness if that, that's a word. All right, so last thing I want to talk about, and we kind of touched on this already. Did it annoy... Was was I the only person annoyed that the big three didn't show up to like, the last five entrants? Like, Hmm? big three, Brock, Goldberg, and Taker didn't actually show up until, like, I think Brock was 26, Goldberg 27, (sighs) Taker 28. What the fuck was that?
0: That's WWE fucking us.
1: Like, are you fucking kidding me? Everybody waited the entire night for these guys to come, and we got them in the last five entrants.
0: That was fucked up. It was annoying, and you know what? It, you know what? You know what it is. These names are so big; they're bigger than the men themselves. Now, <laughs> they are in the sense that you hear the name of The Undertaker, and you remember, oh man, it's the dead man from Death Valley. That does this and that and controls the elements and appears out of nowhere. But he doesn't have the physical ability to do the same shit any longer. You remember Goldberg being able to take on so much things
1: and... An unstoppable force.
0: And Brock is just overselling this shit too much now. It's pissing me off. Brock, you're better than this. But anyways... These men's names are bigger than the athletes that they are today in terms of how they compete and what they do. That's the truth of the matter. True. And uh, that's also a problem with WWE constantly advertising these superheroes. These guys should really be looking to go into the Hall of Fame pretty soon.
1: All right. Well, yeah. I, I just I didn't understand why put on why advertise these guys so heavily. And really only have them in there... For
0: five to ten
1: minutes. Yeah, and don't introduce them until the last five five entrants. Like, are you kidding me? Now you got
0: Taker injured. So uh, when Taker... Taker's injured, so now that's scrapped. Whatever the fuck you have planned with him. Because it's wrong if you guys put him in a match on Mania. It's wrong. Uh, Goldberg and Brock, no more of this five-minute
1: microwave bullshit. I guess we'll just wait and see. All right, so um, let's move on to our next topic, which is uh, who got next. First person up, I'm putting up Ember Moon. reason I did that, because finally she's going to get her match against Asuka. They're both undefeated. Ember Moon has just been fighting the pre-show matches. No-name people, creative player. Yeah, before... um, before the paper, before the the takeover pay per views, Emma Moon's just been fighting the pre show matches. It is disappointing because she is she's a really good performer. I think she's dope. She's got a great look to her. She's different. You know, she's not like the rest of these skinny cookie cutter women that they right now have down at NXT. She's she can actually wrestle. Um, but I mean, Oscar's had that belt for so long. I mean, you got to... Like, I, I want to see someone else take the reins and finally beat Asuka, get that rub, you know? Um, I'm pretty sure Ember is going to beat her at Mania. It's time to move on from Asuka and have Oscar go up to the main roster. She really should go to Raw, though.
0: Yeah, that'd be interesting, I'm not going to lie. Because yeah. her style, definitely matches it.
1: Yeah, Oscar really should be making her move to Raw, so... I'm okay with her losing, doing the doing the do for uh, Ember, rematch, lose again and just make your way to Raw, um, but I've Ember
0: fight all these Yeah. Nobodies and new people. Well she been, been fighting
1: them anyways. I mean yeah. I'm
0: the grungy chick that looks like Daphne.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I am I'm, I'm hoping that's where we're leading to. Oscar's pulling a lot of a lot of heelish moves. Um so, but yeah, I guess we'll wait and see what happens, but I'm pretty sure Ember is going to be up next for that belt. Mm-hmm. Um, next, I have Ty Dillinger, who got the biggest pop at the Rumble. Yeah, definitely. How? Like, Why wasn't he on the show the next night? Uh, because that's WWE, because they just, they don't give a fuck. He's not, he's not somebody that they handpicked to be that guy. He, yeah, I created this, I started this momentum. Right, it was a it was um, a natural organic movement that happened with Ty Dillinger. Just like Daniel Bryan and the Yes Chance, you know. But instead of them capitalizing on Ty's popularity and starting, you know what? Fuck, people really dig him. Shit, he got the loudest pop at Rumble, louder than everyone.
0: Guess when you listen to the the retape the taping of that. The...
1: <laughs> Muted it. <laughs> Ted's That was Ty It's just one person in the front. Ted, Yeah, <laughs> Ted. You know, but Duke got the biggest pop at, at, at one of the Rumble entrants. You know what I mean? So, why not take him, put him on one of these brands and push him, like, push him mid-card-wise and just build him up for that Intercontinental or U.S. belt. I could see Ty going against Jericho for that, that U.S. belt. Put him on Raw. Push him, put him... More fresh blood. You have so much time to kill on Raw. Put him on Raw. Have Jericho start defending that belt, and let's see. Let's see. Ty start. You know, making his way towards that. You know, because he's got an organic movement just like Daniel Bryan had, but it took them forever to get behind Daniel Bryan to the point to where, like, by the time they finally did, do was just injury prone and broken. You know, so let's not wait that long. To do the same thing with Ty Dillinger. Just my thoughts.
0: No, I agree. It Sounds like a
1: glass a glass ceiling. You're so, not letting the man grow. So, um, I know you watched NXT this week, right? A bit of it. Okay, did you see Tyler Bate? No, never saw that. The UK champion. So, Tyler Bate's the dude that won that UK tournament. So, they put him on NXT. Well, they put him on just for a special showcase. He was here for the Rumble. Mm-hmm. And they let him have a match. And he was over. He was getting chants. So people did watch the, the UK tournament. They didn't want, maybe they didn't watch at the time, but they went back and watched it. He was getting over. He was getting a this is awesome chant. Um, people seemed to be entertained by the match. I thought he put on a pretty good match. Um, you just got to give him... He's 19. Sure. Yeah, yeah. He's got a really high ceiling. Um, I think dude is super talented. If they're not going to create their own show in the UK, then having them come over and defend the belt on NXT takeovers or even on a couple NXTs, I think that'd be awesome. But do I want to see another UK show? Uh, that. No one has time for five or six WWE
0: branded things. Yeah. For between one to two, sorry, one to three hours a week.
1: You know what? Put the show on, um, but. I would do the show for the UK crowd, and I would like to see him come over. The UK champion come over and defend the belt on the Takeover specials before a big pay per view. I think that's totally cool. Um, I'd like to see more of him and more of a couple of the guys from the show because they they were really entertaining. But yeah, I thought he did fairly well first time here in America, first time there in America, mm-hmm. um, on an NXT show. Uh, entertaining the crowd seemed to be really behind him Um, so I'm expecting big things from him so we'll just wait and see Mm -hmm. alright so um, let's go with and this can be really simple because I think we already said it uh, match of the week this includes the pay-per-view Cena and AJ, yeah, easily. simple. Cena and AJ at the, at the Rumble had the best match I've seen in at, a while.
0: At some points, I thought Cena was going to go heel with his whole flexing and getting angry type shit. At some points, I thought he was. Mm-hmm. But, um... And that would have been interesting, but regardless, it was a good match, a really good finish. They both did a lot of work there.
1: Yeah. There's I, nothing
0: to hate on that match.
1: I thought they put on a, a great the best match. best show. Yeah, they put on probably the best match of their... Uh, four matches that they've had um, I thought it was really good I kind of think it it, it can it gets put in the same breath as possibly best match of the year, it'd be hard to top that but that's where it stands right now one of the best matches, at least in the WWE easily best match of the year mm-hmm. alright, so let's move on to the next segment quick the um, floor is yours booty of the week X, take it away
0: booty of the week, okay let me start off asking you a question. Go ahead. What is a booty to you? What defines what's oh a booty? No, no, no. Answer the question. Because booty has evolved throughout years. What we consider what's ass what's well, booty. What makes a good booty to you?
1: Okay, we had talked about this in the group. A lot of these guys think that, that Alexa Bliss has a nice ass. I don't see it. I really do not see it. Um... I mean, depending on what shorts she has on, she looks half decent. Okay, she might be about 140
0: pounds wet, and maybe that's a turn-off to you, but regardless.
1: I think, personally, this week, just my opinion, now but it's a segment.
0: Now, I'm not asking you who do you think the booty of the week is yet. We already know your flavor. I'm asking you what defines a good booty.
1: It's is it, it is it, it its roundness?
0: It, is it its girth? Okay, yeah, sure. Is it the wedge
1: between the legs? Oh. No, 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 it's a serious... Look, serious. look, I just know, whatever catches my eye, sometimes it's Nikki, Nikki Bella, sometimes it's, you know, Bailey, but this week for me, I looked at Naomi and I was like, damn, yo.
0: No, I'm not going to lie, I like what she did, I hate the colors, it was a in my eyes, but I like what she did, she listened to my feedback from the week before. The week before, those were like period shorts. <laughs> Now, what I feel The reason I ask you that question And because it's the 10th episode I'm going to do something special for the people out there today I'm introducing Wedgie of the Week Now, the reason why I have to introduce Wedgie of the Week There's a lot of people who are taking elves Constantly week after week Because they just can't change their attire on a whim They have to stick with what's given to them And I understand they're trying hard and you know, there's two brands of ladies, just like there's two brands of shows. And I'm not saying this is an every week thing, but we just can't have Alexa Bliss winning week after week after week, or Bailey winning week after week after week. Where's the competition in that? When you're stuck with what you're given. Now, a wedgie is obviously that those cheeks rubbing to Wait, wait, wait. Those cheeks, those thighs were together, that's a wedgie. And um I'm going to have to say this. Charlotte Flair, you've earned yourself Wedgie of the Week for the Raw brand. I've seen you bouncing up and down on the ropes in okay. that inter- okay. 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 Inter- intersexual uh, tag match. I saw you jumping up and down. You easily win that this week. But you know what? Bailey got Booty of the Week for the Raw brand. I'm not going to lie. You could think of this as a participation badge, but you got Cheeks. Now, in terms of the SmackDown brand... Smackdown, well, Booty of the Week is clearly Naomi. There doesn't have to be a Wedgie of the Week on that show. If there was, it's Alexa Bliss. But Booty of the Week is definitely Naomi in terms of roundness, girth, plumpiness. That was amazing. And especially what she's able to do with that physique. She's great. She made a comeback. I don't know if you had a fight with Jay this week or John, whatever. Uso's your man. But you came back strong. You got your groove back. Just wear more neutral colors. This purple bullshit thing is pissing my eyes off. And you, want know Alexa, you still, you still got good. So, all of you, all of you earned one stroke for the week. All
1: right. All right, and that's booty of the week. <laughs> all right. So we're gonna skim th- quickly through missing person alert. So our missing person alert is actually three people, and they're all female: uh, Emma, Eva Marie, Dana Brooke. Especially Dana Brooke, uh, never really explained... She just disappeared. Yeah, where Dana Brooke went. She went from Charlotte's lackey to just not on the show. My guess is they got tired of her butchering matches. She clearly needed more work. Uh, She clearly needed more training. Um, Dana Brooke just had to disappear from TV. I'm not mad she's gone. Just just a little unexplained. At least they could have just, like, gave her a loser-goals-home match. Something. But, uh, yeah, that's her missing person alert. Dana Brooke, Eve Marie, who's probably filming movies, and Emma.
0: Well, Emma, she just pop up sometimes with her Twitter feed.
1: Yeah. So, uh, that's missing person alert. So, mm-hmm. all right. So, coming to the end, last section, rapid fire questions. First one: Who would you rather see at Mania? Who would you rather see fighting Taker at Mania or Roman at? Who would you let me say this again? Who would you rather Roman fighting at Mania? What are my options? Roman versus Taker or Roman versus uh, Braun Strowman?
0: Roman versus
1: Cena. No, no. Uh, I gave I, you two uh, options. Damn this, it,
0: I have to pick Strowman?
1: Strowman or Taker, because that's what it looks like is going to happen. Like,
0: Taker doesn't even count, because they can't sell a match for shit. You've
1: got to pick one of those. God damn it, it
0: has, it's Strowman then, unfortunately. All
1: right, Strowman. Um, if Taker's as injury-prone as... Uh, If Taker's as injury-prone as it looks, um, yeah, I'd rather see Roman versus Strowman, and I'd rather see Strowman go over on... Uh, You'd
0: like to see that, but you know Strowman's not going over in that match. Yeah, probably That's why Cena. Two old guys, no one gives a fuck.
1: So, um, next one. Seth is poised to miss his second straight WrestleMania. How do you feel about that? Sucks
0: badly. It's a waste of all the storyline that went into this. How are you going to twist this now? How are you going to fix this WWE?
1: So this is one match they've been trying to do for two years that it looks like it's not going to happen again. I feel bad for Seth, but uh, fuck. Worst time to fucking get injured, man. Alright, well, I guess it's just not going to happen. I'd like to see him. If he can make a quick recovery, um, that'd be dope, but probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, Bray versus Randy, rumored for Mania. You know is, what? That, is that a big enough match for the main event of WrestleMania? Just give it a chance. So I, I, yes? I am for that. If Bray wins the belt first, All right, that's so, if
0: Cena is willing to put Bray over.
1: Well, he doesn't have to. Bray, uh, Cena doesn't even have to p- get pinned. All
0: right, well, if Bray can somehow make it out West champion, and that creates actual... St- a bigger storyline between him and Randy? Sure. Because you got to build new stars. You can't have the same people always fighting. What? Cena versus Orton is two older guys having at it where it makes no difference who wins or loses. But when you put a fresh face in the mix, because Bray last year, he didn't even compete. He was injured at the time, I believe. Mm -hmm. And he's a big sell regardless. He... To have an entrance like that where the fans get involved, that is another yes movement that's constantly ignored and put to second place for some bullshit
1: nonsense. Okay, so you think that that'd that be a big enough match for the WrestleMania pay-per-view headline? Yes. Okay.
0: Well, it's not going to be headline. Technically, Raw is the
1: headline. Okay, true. Touche. Alright. Um, authors of Pain, the real deal? Uh, how do you feel about them?
0: I think they're really good Samoans out there, and um, yeah, I think they're really good guys. I think they should stay though in NXT. Uh, if you put them on SmackDown or Raw, you're just kind of uh, mixed in with too many damn tag teams, and I need—I think NXT. They still, need them right now. Yeah, really badly.
1: All right, and Bobby Roode is our NXT champion. Um, me personally, I'm glad. Uh, it either, either means Shinsuke is going to make a move up to the main roster, or we're going to get another Bobby Roode-Shinsuke match. But I think... Um, move him to the main roster. <laughs>
0: Please. Please. I, you Stop with the repeat fights of Shinsuke versus whatever
1: champion and back and forth. It's not growing. Touche. He'll probably end up on uh, SmackDown. So, which... A great thing, because they need, they Fine, need a couple me. more stars on there.
0: You need some more East Asian people that are not token East Asian people. <sighs> like, NXT was so... Fu- was it 205 that was fucking racist a while ago?
1: Why?
0: Because he was uh, asking the man, do you understand the words yeah, that are coming yeah, out my mouth? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About a clothes that pop up all the time. Keep him as far away from Vince as possible.
1: Yeah, true. All right, and um, that's it. I. We're pretty much all done now.
0: But what do you feel about this? This is your 10th... This is our 10th episode. Is this called a syndication at
1: this point? It's syndication.
0: You get the point. Is this... <laughs> no,
1: it's not syndication. Well,
0: whatever. Do you, do you feel good about this it's, being... It's number, a milestone. We hit the 10th
1: episode. We almost didn't hit the 10th episode. We almost gave up. Um, but I'm glad we didn't. So... Hopefully, this means more and more and more and more and more. Now, we can only do more
0: with help from people out there. So, you don't even have to tell us your name. Make a fake email address. I don't give a fuck. Just tell us your thoughts. Tell us things you want to do. I mean, we got thoughts and minds. So it just takes time. Uh, we love to hear you, whether it's something you've got to say that's negative or positive. As long as you're constructive, that's really that matters. Something that could help us grow. And just like we like to help other people grow, I gotta say realistically, um, shout out to First Kings Clothing. You really got some good designs out there. I've seen my boy wear one recently. I'm, I think it looks really nice. Uh, once again, it's First Kings Clothing on Instagram. Um, shout out to DJ Nice and
1: his um, skills at the turntable. No, show me. Let's <laughs> talk about Uptown DJ Productions. Our boy... Uh, Mr. Nine O Five. All right, so two people competing. They're both good DJs. No, com- no competition. We're shouting out our boy, Mr. Nine O Five. You've heard him on the episodes before. Uh, he's starting his own, own little DJ production. Um, so if you need him for weddings, birthday parties, etc., whatever. Within the Toronto area, Toronto, <laughs> Brampton, Scarborough. You yeah. Know. Just check out Uptown DJ Productions. Uh, you can check him out on SoundCloud. And you can find them on uh, Instagram as well. That's Uptown DJ Productions.
0: And sorry to tease you, like Emma teases us. I'm still in the making. I'm still in the works of making a website to uh, show some technical writing content. So I could speak about different topics in an elegant way. Just give me some time to present it to
1: you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's about it. Uh, shout out to squad again. Ask for the Ghost. no, you don't uh, shout out people who uh, aren't doing anything for themselves. Uh, whatever. Our boy, Rashid. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's with um, these free shout-outs with no money? Slim, no money coming in?
0: What do they do for a living? Slim, a.k.a. Dre. If you ever um, want some <laughs> TELUS plans or some cell phones or something or some advice, go to Slim,
1: <laughs> a.k.a. Dre. Anyways, and our boy, Jesse spoke with an I at First King Clothing.
0: Uh, if, I find them, well, if you need pharmaceutical needs, check out Rashid. if you... <clears throat>
1: Alright, and that's it. <laughs> um, we're gonna get uh, out of here. Super Bowl's going good. on right now, and we're we are out. Um, anyways, if you wanna hit if you wanna hit us up, any questions, so you just wanna talk shit to the squad, hit us up at break the hold number two at gmail.com. That's B-R-E-A-K-T-H-E H O L D the number two at gmail.com. Hit us up for any questions you may have, whatever you wanna say to us, whatever. You have any questions, concerns, whatever, just hit us up, all right? Mm -hmm. So we're out. You ready to go? Yeah. All right. Later. Peace.